Welcome to the Watch Your View Podcast with Olu Dolakwa. This podcast was created as a space for real people with real life experiences that most people can relate to and learn from. Have a great time listening. On today's episode of part two of Dolakwa's conversation with friends, they answered the question, should an absent parent have access to his kids after years of absence? So I want us to jump to the next one. So the next one is... um. Should an absent parent have access to their kids after I mean, after many years? Now, this after many years, which means the children are grown up already, right? Should an absent parent, absent parent, like you know, you're not in the level of your children. Maybe you've not heard from them in like ten years, twenty years, fifteen years, depending on whatever situation led to the separation of the parents. So, do you think an absent parent should have access to, let's say, for instance, um, a little girl growing up? The parents separated and she's about to get married and now maybe the um absent father or the absent mother now wants to like oh my child you're getting married congratulations my baby you get that kind of thing so do you think an absent parent should have access to their children or their child after several years okay first i think that um every parent is important in a child's life whether young or old and I feel like um, the ability for of a child to form good relationship with his or her parents is really essential. We deserve our parents' love and vice versa. And I think that um, love not shown for eight years, love shown for a day rather, can make you forget love not shown for eight years. If a the decision solely for me, I think is dependent on the child. Now that if the child is an adult, if the child is grown, and the autumn parents, I don't think that yes, the present parents should um, should not inform a decision in that regard for the child. If a parent is repentant, willing, and you know, and comes back to a child's life, they should be allowed. See, this thing there, for people from broken homes, or homes, okay, broken homes are those ones that the parents were actually separated. Homes that they were not even married. So you either know mommy's love, or you know daddy's love. And then you go to school. You have Dolakbo that talks about mommy and daddy. You have Tony that talks about mommy and daddy. And all you ever talk about is my mommy, <laughs> my daddy, or a place, a situation where one of the parents is late, is dead. I mean, the only thing you know is the one that is alive. The only one you know. So you always talk about mommy, daddy. And maybe mommy now talks about remarrying and gives you the idea of having a daddy before the daddy becomes you know something else the first thing that comes to your mind is i eventually so what's going on <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is i am eventually going to have a dad or i'm eventually going to have a mom i mean let's look at movies that we see these kids get excited for the kids that's the okay when i say a child now below 12 that's what the law says right 
for the adults, the adults can be like, what do I need a father for? Daddy, I want you all to myself. Mommy, I want you all to myself because of things we see and, you know, what society has showed us about step parents or, you know, other parents. And see, if your parents is alive or if the child's father is alive or the child's mother is alive, I mean, why deprive them? Why deprive them? Many times, the issues with absent parents or the issue an absent parent has is not because of the child. Many times has to do with either the no has to do with the spouse that's either the father if it's the father that is absent the issue the father has yes is the mother not many times it's not the child so i feel like taking them away or you know not giving such absent parents access to the child's life if they are willing to return is you being selfish it's allowed you know your pain they know their pain they know their hurts right but i don't feel like it should be taken out on the children so I, I think for this call, I think we should put ourselves in the position of the child. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. It's, it's the child's sole decision. Mm. I mean, have a conversation with the child in a level they understand. We have ways, um, parents have ways of speaking to us from, you know, every, for every age group. Yeah. They know what I understand. I mean, for instance, if a child is two, you know what you can tell the child and the child understands. If a child is five, you know what the child, you can, you know how you can communicate with the child and the child understands. I mean, and it goes on and on and on like that. Talk to the child, seek their opinion. If they want the father or the mother back, fine, so be it. I, I think what I'm saying is, if you are putting yourself in the position of the child. Is that what you mean? Of course. And I think there will be boundary or something. Boundary, yes, depending on the circumstances. I from which of them? You know, when you talk about the father's relationship, there's a way to expect. There's a way the present parents would want you to relate with the absent parents. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about. He's bringing in another situation. Another wow. situation. I think she just. Tried. just I think that you should bring down that question. Okay, okay. You should bring down the question. So what? What I mean is, when it comes to relating with parents, for a child that has lived with maybe an absent mom, you know, and has always had to stay with his father, yeah. one of the uh, things that would often happen with that kind of child is that there would initially be a story that would be told. Is it that maybe something happened between us, then the mother left, blah, blah, blah. But one thing that is the reality, one thing that is the truth, is that the mother is absent and the father is present. So now, as a child, what defines your ideologies, your, your perception to life, basically, would co- sometimes come from your father's angle or some of the things you've been taught. Even if you are street smart, it will always be some of the things you've observed from your dad and all. So now, if there's an expectation of what your mom should look like, you know, in a way, you might not be conscious of that expectation. But on meeting that mom, like, you just find out that you're always silent. And the reason why you're always silent is because you're always wondering, like, so what, what, what am I supposed to say to this person? <laughs> okay. Do you get? Yeah, I get what you see. Okay, first, I'm going to start from when you said that um, there are different versions. I'm going to learn that there are always three parts to a story. 
your vision, my vision, and the truth. You see that truth, you decipher that by your own self. You pick daddy's version, or I learned to pick daddy's version, I learned to pick mommy's version, and should I say I became the truth, right? So that's that. Now, expectations from both parents is something that, I'm using myself as an example, in the sense that, not because it is deliberate, but like you rightly said, sometimes there is nothing. Okay, so the, because there is nothing to say to the other person, I do not know you deeply. So we're still at that phase where we're getting to know ourselves. That's the only issue. Other than that, we're good. I mean, there is mommy to be excited with, there is daddy to be excited with. And for things you can share with them, I mean, but you see the cordial relationship, I can see Festus tomorrow and how we bonds with his mom, how we bonds with his dad. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I also know that he did not get there in a day. I recognize that he did not get there in a day. So it is either I keep making conscious efforts to get there where I want or diss it all out. And that's why I kept saying that it is solely dependent on the child. It is not, see, you can't, you can't make that decision for the child. Nobody can make the decision for me. Nobody can make the decision for anybody who once had or has an absent parent. For all you care, some parents are absent not because they chose to. Circumstances actually made them. That's one. And even the present parents actually made them for some. Imagine you have a, um, a really violent spouse. At least now, thank God today, we're clamoring that um, if his spouse is this, his spouse is that. Flee. So let's assume that was the reason the parent went away and was never found. Or maybe the parent feels intimidated. I mean, for our parents' generation, there are lots of stories about um, one parent being a rich kid, another being, or you know, a typical example, you have a parent that is, imagine, okay, as a man, you married your house girl's child, or maybe you married your house girl. Of course, that marriage is never going to stand. The first thing you'll be hearing is, oh, mommy, what would I tell people? What would I do? So in a way, in fact, is it that they terminate the pregnancy or they collect the child and, you know, pay you off and tell you to go far, far, far away. For a determined parent who they chase far away will go and work hard and come back. But that working hard, trust me, it can take a lifetime. I don't know about those who are in the situation whereby their parents came back after marriage to come and sit as daddy or mommy. I don't know how that works. In fact, I can't imagine that because I don't know what would be my reaction to that. But solely, when it comes to absent parents, I think that the, the ball is in the child's court to decide if I want this parent in my life or not. And if the child is not in a situation to decide, I think that the absent parent should be let in the child's life. That's what I think. Who am I giving? I just want to like um, lay emphasis on what Barrister they said in regards to what Coach Wally said in um, one of the previous episodes. And he said, like, for this kind of scenario, the child is grown already. So the child should be able to make an informed decision on Okay, I, I know I have to honor this tip, these two people, right? But in the same way, <clears throat> I think I should create a boundary 
for the absent parents over time like the person was absent over time so like let's say for instance my dad is, has been the absent one and is coming back into my life i should be able to say okay i know you're coming back into my life i'm not dishonoring you but in the same way i'm not going to give you full access into my entire destiny at once do you get like it should be like a one step at a time kind of thing yes yes because it has to be like a one step just the same thing barista they said it has to be like a gradual process before you can totally accept them into your space for me now, I think one of the advantages to this whole story, this kind of situation, is often when you're a Christian, you're a believer, when you automatically assume that the plans God have for you they are for good, and whatever your past might have been, in a way, everything is just meant to bring you to the, you know, the, yeah, the expected end, kind of. Because for my own, for my, in my own situation now, me, I had absence parent. My mom was absent. But the way I used to tend to look at it is when I have the discussion with the Holy Spirit kind of on my inside, it is usually like, you know, when your mom says, your dad said I should go and abort you when I had you. And I think about it like, as a child, as a child thinking about it, I think about it that, Thank God that my dad actually accepted me back. Because if he did not, I would have been better dead than to be with this woman. That's how I see it. Because even though she kept on saying, your dad said, I, I should go and ab- abort you. You now, you think about it that God, what would my life have been like if my dad had actually rejected me and I had to stay with this woman? And... The sincerity is that you can't assume more will happen because in the way God will always like have a way. But I believe that the best way is still the way God allowed everything to turn out to be. Do you get what I mean? Because in a real sense of things, the truth is now present. The truth is present in the sense that I'm grown. My dad is grown. My mom is grown. I can see her. I can see my dad. I, she told me about her past. He told me about his past. And I can see that if I had stayed on this other end, <laughs> if I stayed on this other end, it would have been worst, kind of. Not worst in the sense that maybe I wouldn't have a good life, but, you know, there is a version of Tunde that anybody that meets me see. But there is an expectation of the kind of Tunde that that Tunde should be, kind of. Maybe that expectation would have been the reality if I had been with my mom. Yeah, the negative one, because my dad had a lot to do with the breaking and making sure that <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't turn out a certain way. So I think for me now, for that kind of child, it would definitely have to boil down to if the child can just find Christ. Because even with everything, my mom being absent, not by her own um, choice or the kind of thing she did to me, I just still had to forgive her. Because I can't hold anything against her. I would, at some point, I was rude. I would speak rudely to her, like, why? And the only reason I was speaking rudely is because internally, I was thinking to myself that this kind of person didn't, does not deserve to be my mom. <laughs> and, you know, God will just keep correcting you, like, who are you? You yourself, who are you? <laughs> who are you that you look at this woman? And over time, the sincerity is just that it is just the Holy Spirit that took control because the way he ministered to me and when I started looking at my mom, I, I started looking at her with so much compassion that what now eventually happened was that as if God knew 
that my one will go and one will remain. When my dad was going to now die, he died at the middle of my <laughs> like immediately I clocked the particular age. He died, and my mom was the only one there. And I just thank God, assuming that compassion has not grown in a way, because as bad as it it is, as bad as she was, she, it's not like she was happy about some of the things she she had done. She had kind of like you know outgrown all those things, and she had moved on with her life, even though she might not be the way I expect. But in a way, some of the things that she had experienced too, in a way, has influenced my life. In a way that a typical example is this: from growing up up until a particular age, I could have said, "Oh, if I'd been with my dad, my you know, I'll turn out well." But another truth is now that at a particular age in my life, I didn't need my dad's intervention again because if I continued on my dad's stem, I would have been <laughs> something else too, in a way. But I needed this woman that is not that me I considered not to be. I needed to listen to her because that's just the way life is. Life is, apart from just having your parents, people would always be good, bad, people always treat you good, bad, people always, but everybody would always have their own kind of like advantage. So for me, for that kind of child, the only saving thing in the whole scenario is just Christ, being a believer. That's all, because the moment you become a believer, you can then find truth and the real truth of what it means to even be a human being to even be existing i think that's that's the only thing me i would i would just say because all right so i've it's not like i've i've not been in this kind of situation before but yes i've i've heard stories and what i can deduce from everything is that to be able to reconnect with your with an absent parent as a as a child requires like a lot of <clears throat> healing healing like healing on your own part because um thank god we are still in a sane society if you, if you travel to us uk what <laughs> wait no, i'm getting somewhere no i'm getting somewhere because like there's there's a way the law is not so particular about like say if 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 you, if you and a guy have let's say you have a child now I mean, or you're pregnant for a, for a guy right and suddenly you decide you don't i mean you don't want this guy around you can take some steps that Till that child is 18 or 21, you would never see that child. You get like, and the the worst part about this is that you still be the one financing you the top you like they child but like, but like that's other societies. Yeah, I'll lose information. So, um, I, I listened to Tara Fela uh, Drode's story, and she didn't grow grow up down with, with with her mom, and the circumstances surrounding that was not even up to the mother, because like, um, 40, 30 years back. Patriarchy was still a very, you know, like was it was it was you know, it was it was a trend. So she gave birth to to Tara uh, uh, and some something happened. Like okay, the woman was a career woman, and you know she wanted to face her this time. She wanted to live with her child. Her father said no, you get, and that was how she was absent for the better part of her life. And before they could reconcile, like like Tunde uh, said, like there was there was this. You know, this she was livid, she was angry because the absence of her mother like made her see some some cruel jugate. Like she she made her have like some bitter experiences. But at the end of the day, like if 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 a child is going to reconnect with an absent absent parent and like welcome them back into their life, it will take it to require them to heal, you get like just just find comfort. Maybe of like like Tony rightly said now, like in, in Christ with god because at the end of the day god god is your father yeah 
it's not easy yes it's not easy so yeah thank you for listening to what you view with olu dolapo do not forget to share like and leave a comment remember you can reach out to us on instagram at what you view with underscore olu dolapo and if you use anchor do not forget to leave us a voice message and leave a comment thank you once again for listening (laughs) 